Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. I'm Josh. And hopefully we will not lose this game 52 to 24 as well. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Uh, no, actually, I can't. <laughs> SFA is not very good, I don't think. Fire Cumbie. <laughs> right, right now before or after we immediately was... okay so right now right on now. Sunday afternoon <laughs> Coach Cubby yep. is getting fired it's over another podcast on the same setup of us recording using one type one microphone at Matt's kitchen table so next week the audio will probably improve a little bit but for now we will preview the SFA football game a team that Tech is 4-1 all time against. The first game was played in 1950. The most recent time these two teams matched up was in a loss in double overtime back in 2000. Yep, Tech's first ever overtime game. We lost to SFA. Heartbreaking. In double overtime. Double heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got to be the heartbreakers this time as we stole SFA's defensive coordinator and two best defenders on their team from a year ago. Yeah. Scott Power, the defensive coordinator, then Miles Brooks and Willie Roberts came over to the light side of the force. <laughs> yeah, and we've mentioned before, SFA was ranked number 10 in the preseason polls for FCS, uh, but they got beat real bad by the CUSA-bound Jacksonville State to open the season, so I don't believe they are ranked currently uh, and then this past weekend, which is why we re- waited to record this podcast until Sunday, uh, they scraped by Alcorn State and the fighting Aaron Allen's 31-27. to <laughs> um, So they are 1-1 one one on the season already, even though we're entering week two. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about this team individually. We still not, aren't sure exactly what we can expect out of the Bulldogs, but when it comes to Stephen F. Austin, they have two games under their belt, so we have a little bit better of an idea. We do know who their quarterback is. We're not sure who will either get the start or the majority of the playing time for us, but they will be starting Trey Self, T-R-A-E, Self. Uh, Started out the season right where he left off last season. He passed for 3,201 yards, 28 touchdowns, and only nine interceptions a year ago. But he's also a bit of a threat to run, 310 yards on the ground and three rushing touchdowns. Uh, So far this season, he's thrown five touchdowns and one interception, and he's a fairly accurate passer with a 63.4% completion percentage last year. Yeah, but that's that's dropped down a little bit so far in the early going here this year to 54%, so not sure what's going on uh, with him right now. If he's just missing guys or maybe guys are dropping the ball, I'm not really sure, but typically in larger sample sizes, he's, he's a better quarterback, uh, I think, than he's been so far this season. Yeah, and he'll have his best target by his side, on Saturday afternoon, Xavier Gibson caught six passes for 68 yards and a touchdown against Jacksonville State, but he didn't play against Alcorn State. Yeah, not sure why, but if he's back, that'll be one of the key players to watch. And some fresher legs, too. I mean, it's early in the season, but still, having a week off like that may may help him a bit. Yeah, and then over on the ground attack, uh, Miles Reed will get the bulk of their carries. Uh, He's in his fifth year playing for SFA, and he's averaged more than four yards per carry every single year uh, that he's played. Um, This year, he has carried 28 times for 119 yards. No touchdowns yet, but it's early, um, and he'll be their their sort of bell cow back, I think. And, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, this is an offense that right now is ranking pretty low in in, uh, FCS level. They're 74th overall in yards per game. 
Uh, there's 112 teams at the FCS level, I believe. Um, a little bit better in the passing game, 178 yards a game versus 112 in rushing. Those are both about middle of the pack, 60s. So, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really to to write home about, nothing that's sort of highly ranked here on the offensive side of the ball. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how Tech's defense can rebound from a poor performance against uh, against Mizzou. Yeah, so before we move on to Stephen F. Austin's defense, Matt and Josh, anything that that comes to mind when you're hearing us talk about this offense? Well, it sounds like they kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not well, wrong it just sounds so like, far. They're going to put up like, nine touchdowns on us. I sure hope not. In the it's, first quarter. It, it just sounds like they kind of stink. And, yeah, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at some of their statistical leaders and when you're – when your leading receiver only has uh, six catches on the season, uh, that's a little pathetic. And two games, too. Yeah, that's fairly pathetic. So I'm not seeing anything jarring here. Like you guys just said, they'll destroy us now that we've talked so badly about them. Yeah, they're, so, they're scoring 24 points per game. Yeah, I mean, that's... So what flies off the page to me is they just don't seem like a very good football team. And that's against two FCS opponents as well. Oh, they haven't played an FBS <laughs> team yet. In theory, we should have yeah. more talent. In theory. Yes. Well, we, t- we took some of their best talent. Yeah. So, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, to add insult to injury, not only should we have better talent, we stole their best talent yeah. and their coordinator. Yeah. Might as well kick them all the way down, too. This time, it's personal. And their bitches. <laughs> Josh, did you see anything uh, offensively here to look out for? Uh, I mean, nothing too crazy. I mean, they have a solid quarter. Like, they have a go-to quarterback. Running back-wise, I mean, it looks like they're kind of splitting carries between Reed and Wembley. Yeah, I, mean, I think they'll have a couple guys that'll, that'll get carries. Um, averaging, what, 4.3 and 5.3 yards, you know, each. Noth- I mean... Reed has a long of 40. Yeah. It's always nice to see a big run, but, you know. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, like, Tech had success against Missouri last week stopping the run in the middle, and we're not looking at advanced charts here to see where they ran the ball, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if SFA tries to establish an outside run game um, like Missouri did so successfully against us, Um, you know, get our linebackers going east-west and maybe we're in for some trouble, but... Um, I think the talent, like like Matt said, should lend itself should. to yeah, <laughs> to Tech having a successful day um, de- defensively from Tech's perspective. Um, but moving on to the other side of the ball for the Lumberjacks, um, both Jacksonville State and Alcorn State had quite a bit of success on the ground. The Gamecocks rushed 46 times for 285 yards. And the Braves, I guess they're not the Fighting Aaron Allens. Is that what I'm being told here? They haven't officially changed it yet. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, Aaron Allen didn't make many tackles uh, defensively. (laughs) Uh, But the Braves ran for 37 times for 290 yards. So they're giving up an average, uh, if I can do quick math here, of 287 and a half yards per game uh, on the ground. And uh, I need something to check that math again. Yeah. <laughs> and was that math. wrong? That was right. Was it? Okay. You got it. Yeah, but for some more math, against Jacksonville State, that's 6.2 yards per carry, and against Alcorn State, that's 7.8 yards per carry. So how many yards will we have? Will it be more than 11? Per carry or total? Total. Oh. It depends on if we run the ball at all. Yeah. I mean, we might not. Thing. If we want to, we should be able to run against this team, but if we choose not to, then we won't. So... 
if Tech wants to ever be good at running the ball this season, this is a good game to, you know, hand the ball off and see what happens. You know, maybe it goes for a good play. Uh, this is the chance to do it this year on the schedule. Yeah, and Jacksonville State didn't throw much against SFA, uh, but they they looked pretty good uh, when they did. 11 for 19 for 200 yards. That's 18 yards per completion uh, for the Gamecocks. Uh, Alcorn State didn't pass the ball quite as well. Uh, you know, Aaron Allen um, and, and Alcorn State did end up losing the game, but only 6.2 yards per completion, I think. Um, I don't have that pulled up anymore, but I can. Let's see. What did our guy Aaron Allen do here? He had he was 12 for 26 with 141 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. So not not great. So if you're, you know, sort of looking, if you're Wolverine looking at the picture of Aaron Allen, uh, maybe put that away and <laughs> give our guys, our new guys, another chance because that's not great. Yeah, but really what it means is that we just talked about the running game. Tech should be able to get things going in the running game, and they probably should be able to get something going in the passing game, too. Again, I mean, this is the FCS school that we're playing. If we're going to have success at any sort of offensive level, you'd think it would come against the FCS school. But it doesn't seem like there's either side of the rushing or passing attacks that really scare me as a Tech fan. But there may be some players that we have to keep an eye out for. Yeah, and, and just, to, just to wrap that up as well, Tech did put up 336 yards passing against Missouri. Uh, last episode we talked about they have really good cornerbacks. They're pretty good. Uh, pass defense should be about middle of the pack in the really tough SEC, I think. But um, if we can do that against Mizzou, we yeah. should definitely be able to do more against SFA, um, especially since they're best two corners on our team. Yeah. Um, that said, yeah. Long con. They're going to throw the game. Yeah, that may be exactly what happens. <laughs> it's not but, a very long con. They've only been here for two games. <laughs> uh, but going on to players to watch, one of the guys that Tech did not steal from this Dolmerjack roster is safety Miles Hurd. He's my player to watch in this game. He has seven more tackles than anyone on the team and one of the two interceptions. Seems to be all over the place. So if there's someone to keep my eye on, it's Miles Hurd to the safety. Matt, you got a player you, you want to look out for? I'm going to take uh, their leading receiver, Xavier Gibson. Uh, a whopping six receptions in two games. You're probably wondering why. And uh, the reason why is because he's due for a big game. Might have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. SFA's going into this feeling like they got nothing to lose. And they're playing their former defensive coordinator, too. So... Uh, I'm going to pick Xavier Gibson at wide receiver. Yeah, and I'll go ahead and take their quarterback. I mean, it's sort of the obvious choice, but I think he's their best player on offense. Um, He's led their team for – I think he's been the starting quarterback. Just looking at his stats here for really the last three years, he's got nearly uh, over 250 attempts in each of the last three years. So he's a four-year starter at quarterback, looks like. And, you know – not not having a great year so far, but five touchdowns, only one interception. So that tells me he takes care of the ball. Better He's also a little bit it. of a threat to run, like Nathan mentioned earlier. So, I mean, if, if anybody's going to make it happen for them, and like you said, Matt, playing against former defensive coordinator, he's seen those schemes in practice. He's seen, you know, that throughout fall camp. And, you know, I, I think if anybody's going to make it happen, it'll be Trey Self, the quarterback. Um, and... You know, we saw some weaknesses in Tech's defensive scheme last week, so if if there's an FCS team that I would be afraid could pick us apart, it's the team that the defensive coordinator just came from. So 
I think the quarterback is the guy to watch. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, their second-leading running back, uh, Gerald Wembley. Um, he's a freshman, actually. I'm kind of looking at his stats. And, uh, he, you know, their leading running back has 28 carries. And uh, Wembley only has 20. But, you know, if you look at the game splits, he held only three carries against Jacksonville State. But against Alcorn State, he had 17. So mm-hmm. maybe it's the case I'm kind of finding out that, oh, he he's the better back. He averages better. He runs better. And he might be the, he might be the guy going forward. It looks like he's really picked it up. And, uh, you know, he... Yeah. Why, why not? Yeah. yeah. He also had three receptions for 67 yards So yeah. in, in the two games so far. So a little bit of a threat out of the backfield as well. You know, he might just be that change of pace back, but that's the one that, you know, they throw the wheeler out to or, you know, yeah. they run outside the box on that. For sure. Yeah, so I haven't been recording long and we're already at the predictions part of it. ESPN FBI has given Tech a 97% chance to win this game. <laughs> well, that sounds about right to me. Uh, but Nassie is a little less optimistic. A 75% chance to beat the FCS school. 35-23 to 23 is the final score. And Vegas just won't touch this one, I assume, because they think we'll win by a million and can't find anyone to on the <laughs> SFA. But what do we think? If Vegas were taking bets, do we think do – do we put the house on tech? We're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious. Maybe a line will come out uh, tomorrow. We're recording this on Sunday, so it could just be that – fair. They haven't they haven't put that out yet, but I'd have to imagine we'll be deep into double digits as a favorite, right? I, yeah, you would hope so. They least. lost forty two to seventeen against Jacksonville. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Jacksonville State ninety seven percent maybe seems high after what we watched last week with some of the inconsistency we saw. But I just I don't think SFA has it in terms of you know an upset coming to Ruston. Uh, First home game of the Cumby era. I don't know. I, I'll say I think Tech's going to be able to, to move the ball at will, both running and passing. I'll say like 55 to 21 will be the final score. I, I think this is a Southern 2015 type of score. Not, yeah. You know, maybe maybe we see Landry Liddy. I, I hope. Um, I'll say 35 17. I don't think it's going to be as much of a blowout as people. That's with SFA winning? Might assume. No. <laughs> I, I'm picking Tech to win this one. I think they'll win by 18. I don't I don't see it being as big a blowout as others have. I'm going to go... I mean, Tech's going to win, probably, in my mind. I'm going to go more on a score of, like, 35-24. And that, you know, Tech can get the offense moving and things start clicking, but the defense is still trying to gel on some of those assignments. And, you know, dealing with moving east-west instead of, you know, north-south. And, you know, it gets a little close for comfort, but Tech kind of pulls away in the fourth and puts up, you know, two late scores to put it out of hand. Hmm. Yeah, I think early on it will be close. I think even Stephen F. Austin may get on the board first. Could be able to, like an interception return or that'd something be, like that. Oh, that would be great yeah. for Downing's in confidence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think, yeah, Tech pulls away late. I, I don't even think late. I think after halftime it's just tech game. Tech's game to lose for the rest of the day. And then well, don't give us that chance. Like 42 to 14 or something like that. Okay, I was going to say, I'm the only one going to this game in person, and uh, <laughs> I'm the only one who picked a blowout, so that tells you what I want to see. Uh, I don't I don't want to be nervous at all in this game, so hopefully... I, I just... I don't know, man. They got blown out to Jacksonville State. I just don't see us being... Worse than Jacksonville State? Well, you might be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. 
And you never know what the week's Tweet of the Week will be. This week's Tweet of the Week goes to at underscore Agent 49, a Charlotte fan account on Twitter, who tweeted, or quote tweeted, another tweet saying, Six years ago today, Lamar Jackson scored eight touchdowns versus Charlotte by halftime. <laughs> and he quote tweeted saying the word memories and then a picture of Spongebob doing the imagination thing with the rainbow but instead it says trauma and after this past game at Missouri I think we can all relate <laughs> pretty yeah. awful uh, man Charlotte man Lamar what Jackson a, what a weekend for Charlotte winning tweet of the week losing to uh, good old Bill and Mary out of <laughs> out of Williamsburg Virginia uh, couldn't be me yeah because <laughs> we never played Bill and Mary yeah I mean they didn't. They lost what forty-one twenty-four to an FCS opponent at their home it was, stadium. It was bad. It wasn't as bad as Middle Tennessee's game. Oh God! Middle Tennessee's game was at least against an FBS team. And now, granted, it's their first game as an FBS <laughs> team, but yeah, still. William Mary's forty-one to twenty-four. That's yeah. So right after getting beat down by FAU forty-three to thirteen the week before. Yeah, hopefully this uh, tweet of the week will be some consolation to yeah. you, Agent Forty-Nine. Before you leave us for the AAC, which makes a ton of sense. Yeah, so. not, not our call. <laughs> that about wraps it up for this episode of the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E. Or head to our blog, gtpdd.dog, where you can read some articles or do the contest. Evan, can you tell us about what the contest is? Yeah, so again, this year the contest is the same questions every week, but... We got a new opponent this week. It's a new day. You know, if you if you learn some things about maybe Greg Garner not leading an all-purpose yardage, maybe you change your answer. Maybe you change it to a different running back or wide receiver, right? Uh, if you think that Tech is not going to lose by 25 or 28 points, maybe you change that answer too. <laughs> uh, so, you know, just make sure you're keeping up with that. You got to get your answers in by kickoff. Uh, Nathan, I think, will have the scores out probably by the time this – yeah, by the time this comes out, definitely. Yeah. Nathan's Nathan's doing all the automated scoring stuff for me this year, so I'm really just the figurehead at this point. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's the contest. And we also have our weekly fantasy, which, Nathan, I'll toss it over to you to talk about that. Yeah, have you ever seen those things on Twitter that say you have $15 to spend and you have to create a team? I felt like that's a pretty cool way to do fantasy football. So each week we'll tweet out a little graphic, and then you can go to the blog and fill out the little form and pick your five players that you'd like to be on your team that you have $15 to spend on. And we see who has the most points each week. And I'll try to mail everyone a sticker because we have too many stickers. So you can do that at gtpdd.dog slash fantasy or the contest at gtpdd.dog slash contest. And while you're there, you can head to the shop and get the Spirit of 88 shirt. gtpdd.dog slash shop. And for September, all September long... It looks a bit like the podium inside the South End Zone Complex now. Go ahead and get it. Put that bulldog on your chest and wear it with pride. gtpdd.dog slash shop. You know what else you can do with pride? Eat sunflower seeds. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Wow. That was terrible. Uh, Yeah, use the code GOTEC at ChinookSeedery.com for 10% off your order. Go seeds, please, in mouth. (laughs) Here's the fun thing is that we're about 10 minutes early on the end of the show, so we can just spend 10 minutes doing a silly commercial. What's your favorite kind of seeds? Chinook seeds. Yes. Fun fact, most of the people at this table have not tried these sunflower seeds yet, but here we are shilling them. Yes. Um, 
shilling, almost like shelling, what you do when you eat sunflower seeds. <laughs> yes. All right, we gotta get one more. It's comedy rolls of three. Um. Well, that was the third one. Anyway, <laughs> until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Sunflower Seeds. I'm, e- I'm Evan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Who am I? I'm Evan. I'm Matt. I'm Josh. And go check. Please buy our seeds. <laughs> Please don't die. Eighteen yards per completion uh, for the Gamecocks. Uh, I'm excited that they're joining our conference. We can yeah. we can talk about cocks all the time on our show, but cock talk. <laughs>